Country Podcast by Bleed TV. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. But tonight is episode two, Whitey's Postrophius on the Moon. Um, man, I had to pause the show. Do you remember that when I just had to look at this title and I'm like, huh, this has got to be one of those truly uniquest names I've ever, uniquest, you hear that? You're, yeah, that, I'm, I'm good. Welcome to Mississippi. <laughs> uh, one of the most unique titles of an episode ever. And uh, I think we got some history with this. What what is this, Jake? Yeah, this is uh, spoken word poetry in 1970 by Gil Scott Heron. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's all it's about uh, medical and poverty during the Apollo moon landing missions, which is kind of crazy because I mean I wasn't born during all any of this, but the amount of just positivity that I've always heard surrounding. The moon mission and nothing ever really negative outside of did we actually land on the moon so the fact that there was a lot of pushback and rightfully so for this kind of mission it's kind of crazy to hear about well it's all about perspective i think yeah, yeah. Like, as like with anything else there's this massive amount of the population of the country that's focused on the world this <laughs> amazing thing that's about to happen but also completely forgetting about the fact that yeah, people die on the streets. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people that are not enjoying this moment, you know. So. It's a dark time for their lives. Yeah. When you actually listen to the lyrics, it makes total sense. Or, you know, like you said, the, the yeah, point. It's, it's you know, crazy if you put in that, if you put your mindset of what that is, you know, Whitey's on the moon, you know, it makes total, total sense. I mean, like, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, its placement in the episode blew me away. I mean, probably the the pivotal moment of this entire episode in that song is jamming. I'm not talking mm-hmm. about it's just subtle in the background. I'm talking about oh, it's, it's the, the focus. focus. It's the forefront. It's I the mean, forefront. outside of Atticus screaming, that's pretty much all you hear. Like, yeah. even... Uh, you can barely hear Adam's words he's saying for the spell or whatever his ceremony is. Which I'm going to assume is Latin. I mean, anything that goes back to these Something. kinds of things. I don't know. Some kind of derivative of Latin, I would assume. But, I mean, that whole scene, just the power that is going through that. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on this episode? Yeah, really. Um, I'll start this time. I usually don't, but I'm going to be honest with you. Completely different perspective on this show after episode two than I had episode one. First episode, uh, you know, the first five minutes, I was like, oh, wow. And then for the next 40 minutes, I was kind of like, oh, man, I hope it doesn't stay like this forever. And then the last 10 minutes, I was like, hail to the yes. Then we get to this episode... And this just, it's like they literally put how many different things you can show a viewer to be unique, put it in a bucket, and literally just poured it on top of us. That is my analogy for this episode. There's just so many things they gave us, showed us, that the viewer actually has to try to disseminate what's going on to figure out. I feel like this episode was geared towards the, the book reader, the person who's read the book, knows what's going on, and probably even expects it. I mean, one of our reviews and one of um, our emails, one, uh, several of the emails. By the way, let me stop right here. Our emails, phenomenal. Last week we mentioned, you know, our ignorance to some of the stuff that was going on in the first episode. And I can't, I, I'm not even going to count how many emails we got from awesome, awesome people 
who gave us amazing knowledge, amazing history of things that we just didn't know growing up, you know, post-1980. Uh, and, and it wasn't a part of where we are. And so I want to say thank you to all y'all, especially all the positive reviews. I mean, y'all put us in the top three podcasts for this whole deal, and that's that's huge. And so I really, really appreciate you guys. But um, but I feel like when I was speaking to some of those in the emails, that they made a point to say this show is based on the books, not any of the graphic novel material. Um, and so that, that's, a, that's a good thing to know. Um, and so I felt like everything we were getting this episode, that if you were a book reader, which I'm not in this situation, I don't think any of us are, no. um, that you even got more value out of this. Did you, did y'all feel that way? Oh, Possibly. I mean, maybe. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I'm not a book reader. I can't tell you if this is following along and makes total sense to people. Um, I'll say for this episode, uh, I wasn't a massive fan of it. It kind of like... It's, it was too much. It, I, I, mean, I think come the third time you watch this episode, because you're not going to be able to just watch this and then go off into episode three. just not going to be possible. You're going to have to do a few rewatches, I think. I think we're going to appreciate it a lot more. Because like you said, they throw a lot at us. Like as soon as she walks out of the shower dancing, singing... His uncle, George, walks out. Like Move That knee is, is working so much better than I've seen him do it. You know, he's been slowly walking. He's got the high kicks and everything, going through all the books. I was like, why are they so happy? How are you not traumatized? And then Atticus just sitting there trying to piece everything together. I, I guess I, I'm okay with, like, the things they showed us being mm-hmm. super cool, like, and interesting to see. I mean, I was obviously happy to see... Well, I found out the name of the Shogoth is what those dog creature vampire yeah, things are called or whatever. Uh, so apparently they are from the H.P. Lovecraft like lore, you know, lore yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I was happy to see them again because I was worried, like I said, that they were just going to be kind of pushed to the background. Well, I was worried that they were just all kind of part of Atticus's dream and they kind of made it look like that in the first seven right. minutes. Right, I just I feel like they gave us this massive home. Mm-hmm. They gave us a mad scientist. They gave us this village where they have a wicker man and they're singing London bridges, and <laughs> you know this crazy lady with dogs and this. I oh, mean, and who else was getting the? Vi- I forget the name of the movie, but like you're sitting in the middle of the woods and then it's the blind girl. The village. Oh, so it is the village. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Complete vibes of that. The entire time walking through this town, I was like, "Uh, what's right. going to be happening?" Uh, I think the best I could say about this is, just like, it's a smorgasbord. I mean, yes. it's like, yes, you look at it and it's just, it's just so much. In a way, to me, I guess it was a little overwhelming. Well, I mean, we went from a slow world building in the first episode with an intense last fifteen or so minutes to we get flooded with everything in like this episode. You literally get a bucket dumped on you of and, everything you could imagine happen in the house in one episode. Yeah, and like it's the exact opposite of, you know, it's like you look to see how much time it's like, wait, I only have five more minutes? I'm like, well, there's no way we have any more time. We're 10 minutes into the episode? Yeah. We're 20 minutes into the episode? You know? But do you understand the leap we took? Yes. From, you know, monsters, mm-hmm. which is a leap in, in general, but then they, you look at the... At the end of this, we're opening a gate to the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden. I mean, I, I'm left to assume. I, I mean, it's just a massive jump. They're showing us all these little things around the house that look like clues. Mm-hmm. You know that we're all we're gonna have to like understand this and and dissect all these little things. 
and then the house collapses. It's like I'm not sure <laughs> that anything we just saw is going to matter. It's if, going to matter going forward. Hey, it's just like Adam. He just turned to stone and dust, and it's over. Yeah, hit with a ceiling beam and is dust. I, I'm with you, man. I mean, like everything that was going on in this house was so so unique, so random. Uh, but cool. Don't get me wrong. I was enjoying a lot of the elements, but like you said, they put a way a whole lot in there. But at the end of the episode, where do you go from here? I mean, like it seems like everything we built up at the end of the last episode and we built up on this episode has just gone poof, literally, like the house collapsed. And so I'm very intrigued on where the show is going to go from here. Um, but I mean, if you really think about it. He got, they got to go. They got their memories wiped. We're talking about spells. Mm-hmm. We got to understand how these uh, monsters get created. They get born through a cow. I mean, then we also get to see you can put spells to bar a door. You can, ch- you know, you can make a false environment that they interact with, so people can watch like you're on display at a petting zoo. Um, then you have people who coming to a ceremony to, you know, dine on what I'm guessing this is a piece of this guy's liver, liver spleen, yeah. whatever. I mean, who knows? Um, in which they don't get to eat and they leave. Then you, they un- unload that, oh, by the way, this is the last descendant of the last person who got out, you know, of this of burning house that this relic is built around. Um, and then, oh, we're going to go ahead and, you know, try to escape. Oh, we meet Montrose and he's able to burrow out. You know, I mean, like, and then we had the car wreck, somebody gets shot, and we're back in the ceremony. I mean, like, it's really that fast of jump, 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 jump. And so, I mean, like, the second you're looking at something and deciphering it and seeing why it's important, looking for clues, we're getting hit with another major uppercut of something else that's just visually amazing, stunning, cool, like that, but derives from where you just were. And so, I could completely understand what you mean when you talk about like that. I just don't know where to go, like, or what to, what to care about. Like, I'm super pissed that George is apparently dead. Potentially, but yeah, I don't think he's coming back. It doesn't seem like he's coming back. I mean, it would be a big emotional, you know, sucker punch if he did come back now. But I mean, also, just it'd be exactly that, because the acting in that final scene with Atticus just going through the whole range of emotions and then you know, oh, yeah. leaning on the car, staying like, because like you are there with like you're just your hands on your hips, just like I don't know, just defeated, then just leaning on the car with nothing. Well, so here, if you remember the scene where George is in there in this library and this woman shows up and he goes, "You're dead. This is not real," and so on. Yeah, he knew immediately. He knew this immediately, but yet he's like, you know, here, still dance with me, and so on. That, that scene makes me think like George is going to be like that woman to these characters throughout this season. Does that make sense? In some unique way. Some, if this guy has the power and the ability to, to be used for this ceremony, um, you know, the, the lore and the magic and the spell, I think that's not going to disappear. It's not. And so to me, I'm hoping that somehow... There's a spirit world or something spirit that world, he can communicate. Or whatever like that. You know, just like we saw... Evidently, the the slave that was pregnant, well, evidently, which was the ancestor that he was looking at through that you know Garden of Eden mm-hmm. scene, that George is going to be somehow you know spirit or something that's a guiding light for him. I, mean, I could very easily see Morse code or some other kind of tapping because we saw him 
writing down something. Right, yeah, he was They're, writing wizard down, mm-hmm. using that, you know, tapping on the wall and stuff. So, I mean, like, I could totally kind of see that, because I, I just, I don't want that character to be gone. I mean, to me, he was my favorite character going to show right now. I don't disagree, I just... And very much the glue that held everybody together. Yeah. And I mean, they just showed that moment mm-hmm. where they were freaking out, and he brought them all together and was like, you know, we don't get scared. We're going to stick together. We'll figure this out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's also the one that was figured out that, you know, this was The most real. knowledgeable. He was most knowledgeable. He's the one who remembered that, you know, that one of his ancestors ran out of a burning house. He's the one who walked in there and knew the bylaws and showed that Atticus was, you know, how important he was and could give orders. I mean, like, he's he has been quintessential, the most important character, in my opinion, of the whole show in two episodes. And so if he is legitimately gone... It's a catastrophe to me. Catastrophe. I mean, I don't see how he's not gone. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, HBO is notorious for just killing people. Yeah, and um, they're not going to lose that rep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to HBO. You can die by episode two. Hey, I mean, if you have a long contract, you can make it to episode two. A lot of times you don't make uh, it out of episode one. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I was, it was a range of emotions. I mean, like, I was blown away when he shot Letty. I, to me, I was like, like you were just talking about, like, when you watch The Wire, Game of Thrones, all these HBO stuff, when he shot Letty and she was toast, I was kind of like, Oh, wow. she's dead? Like, she was there. I was like, wow, they really just killed a main character episode. Dude, this show is going completely unique and different, not afraid to blur the lines and so on. And then, dare I say, not that I was disappointed that Letty's not gone, but I was disappointed they didn't follow through, but yet then they had to turn around and kill George. So I mean, mm. it's kind of like they did. They just kind of play a rope-a-dope on you a little bit. Um, but, I mean, to watch her die was brutal. You know, but then when you, well, you see her see come back to action the way George dies, it's like... I mean, to see Letty come back to life was brutal. Yeah. Because to realize, I was like, oh my God, I was dead and I don't have a bullet wound anymore. Yeah. You know, washing your own blood off of you. That was yeah. almost as bad as just seeing her die. Yeah, it's... It, it was... Uh, it was unique. Oh, another thing George noticed. Did you notice the floor? You know, stone, da da da. That's that's what that's that's you're gonna have a basement, a dungeon below that. And guess what? It came to fruition, you yep. know? And so uh, you know, just there's so much going on. Uh, by the way, that basement scene, how how do you put stones back, back in place? With your hands with your cut. hands in place and that stuff and, and mortar and, and mortar and all that stuff. I'm trying to put my wrap my mind around how he made that look like a stone wall and still escape. I mean, Andy Dufresne well, had a giant poster, you know. It wasn't mortared. Was uh, it dirt? It was just shoved in, but there was clearly loose dirt around it. Yeah. Uh, it it um, didn't quite make sense how that happened. Um, or know where it's going to come out of. I do like the fact that we got the clue last episode by finding the kind of Monte Cristo all over his house. Yeah. So it was like, oh, it's his favorite mm-hmm. book, which made the uncle think, ah, the stone, dig to freedom. Mm-hmm. It made sense, but it's like, could... Left some gaps. A little bit of something in there. Right? But I mean, rule of cool is usually going to take care of something like that. And yeah, Well, here's, you you say rule of cool, but I'm all about realism. We have as spells. Much, as much dirt... People are coming back to life. <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> And you're going to be like, we have <laughs> vampires being born from cows. Okay. Hey, do you want to talk about realism? Look, man, right. I'm just going to be honest with you, okay? As a person who has dug in dirt with shovels, augers, this, that, or so on, that is quite an effing chore <laughs> to dig what you saw was that tunnel 
and then dig upward. I'm just just put it in perspective. That that's quite a chore. And so and to, you know to, to leave a hole as much dirt as you dig out, <laughs> that dirt's got to go somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that stone wall, it would have dirt all around the bottom of it from you where you initially dig. I mean, I'm not doubting that at <laughs> I mean, all. Just, I'm just put saying. That in perspective, but you know, I'm not going to beat that to death. You, you try to bring realism into a world. Where it has magics and you know clear walls on bridges that cause beautiful cars to wreck horribly. Yes. Those are called force fields. Come on now. Sure. They can be whatever, apparently. Uh, so. Yeah, okay. Mm, all right. But that, that's the thing. <laughs> so we didn't see uh, Christina mm-hmm. or her boy slash friend, friend, as she called it. Sometimes. Sometimes um, die in the house. So no. we can I, assume that they're probably still alive. Yes. Because um, she didn't necessarily... Well, I mean, she had that huge speech right beforehand where our destinies are not determined by our father, grandfather, in your case, right. your great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. Um, well, yeah, I even, feel like they're not done with them. Absolutely not. I dare say this house is going to be back in the next episode. Because as they said, it was already burnt down and this is an exact replica of it. So for some reason, I can see it immediately being built right back up. Possible. Which, I mean, if we can ooh and all over, a lot of that would work again. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, that was a... I want to know where this is for real. Or was this a set piece? Because that interior woodwork, especially in the hallway, the ceiling stuff. And the staircases. Man, I, <laughs> let me tell you, man. That, that's kind of stuff. That, that stuff's my jam, man. That stuff's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, only so much of it was real. Yeah. A lot of it was CG on the oh, outside. Yeah. Any, any oh. exterior shot was a CG building. Yeah. Um, um, and I'll tell you this. The shots where you got to see the entire castle, like when they're like, oh, you can walk across the grounds. This is all yours. The castle looked absolutely enormous. I mean, mm-hmm. like that. But when you saw the house collapse, it didn't look near as big. It looked almost like a model that a little kid builds, and yeah. then, like that was kind of what was sunken in. I mean, I, I challenge anybody to watch the episode, and when they show that, that view of this place from a distance, when they're talking about the part where they're out there eating breakfast and different things, and then to see the scene when it collapses at the end, completely different size buildings. Just put it in perspective. Well, I mean, even go back to when they were eating breakfast, she's sitting at the table and says, well, you know they don't season their food, and asks for salt. Rings the bell, but it's raw salt and pepper. It's Without like asking. Yeah. Never ask. Yeah, but we know we have spells. They, they can read their minds because they're creating these elements where... Okay, so you think that's what it is? Like their minds Absolutely. are being read? I'm okay. Going, we, get, we get... Atticus gets in a fight with a... Well, I'm assuming is a... Kong soldier? No. No, no Korean, 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 Korean Korean soldier. And But we know he called somebody in Korea back a in episode female one. in Korea that this could be her. Mm-hmm. Um, or this could be one of the things where he says... I did something horrible in the war, where yeah. he actually killed a young female Korean soldier, possibly. So and then, and then yeah, Letty like has this hilarious, some, somewhat thing. sexual fantasy, but it's like after seeing the snake See. penis, it's like then this this comes, comes to fruition. Um, well, I like how they all realized it was fake in a different way. Which was kind of crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't think Atticus realized it until <laughs> it was over. <laughs> no, he knew immediately. She came out of the wardrobe shooting. Right. Where did she come from? She's in her uniform. Before. He yeah. knew that he had killed this person. 
Okay, I, that makes more sense. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, he knew it was a nightmare come to life again, you know? Um, I was just thinking about when he was, like, sitting down and sobbing at the couch. You know, it was, was still like, the fact that he killed this person. Yeah, it's a PTSD, okay. you know? Remember he steps in the hallway, who'd they make you see? You know what I mean? Like, right, 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 right. So, now, that's what I'm saying. They showed us so much cool stuff. I mean, her coming out... Guns blazing, <laughs> yeah. battle. It was badass. Mm-hmm. It was well choreographed. Right. I, I mean, I, it looked legit. Yeah, I just, I hate. Yeah, so much happened that, that you couldn't so even. So much, it gets, it gets like sh- overshadowed because you can't s- take the time to think about that because two seconds later you're doing some other weird shit that you yeah. got to focus on now. So, well, I mean, I think we right after that we went to the painting, or was that straight into the dinner right after this? It was straight into the dinner. After yeah. this was straight going to the dinner where yeah. he was supposed to eat his liver pieces. But, I mean, even seeing him get his liver cut out, and then we go to that painting. Yeah, the it, Genesis something. Yeah, it was Genesis like, 219, I think. Yeah, it was the... Never heard of... I've never seen this painting. I don't know if y'all have or if it I has any it, actual... It's about Adam naming, naming all the animals. Whatever, putting all the animals in their place. Like, that was a pretty cool painting. It reminded me of a different painting that seemed... I swear it was just like the one that's the like the pointillism painting or whatever the people yeah. having picnics. Yeah, by the that's lake. exactly yes. what I thought it was. The okay, the umbrella. Yes, yes. 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 So I'm not crazy. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so do we? Was that a ripoff of this painting or vice versa? Like I don't know. If there's somebody out there that says this painting's legit, famous artist, whatever, da da da, da and it's the real deal. Let us know. But it's so sure. weird that all of us didn't talk about it at all. I thought <laughs> I was like, I, okay, I thought it was a different painting. Was, yeah, the one with the umbrella picnics. Yeah. So, huh? I don't know. I, I don't know. They, they showed a few things. I can't remember the last name of the of the person either. It was uh, over over. Titus's, it was like Wraith. Oh wait, no, because Horatio something. I can't remember the last name. But Weaving. I, yeah. Don't even ask me. But but once again, it's another thing they showed us. That's like, hey, that's a clue. But yeah. then the house collapses and all this silly <laughs> shit. Well, like, I mean, like, maybe that's not really anymore. Really, well, all this fancy woodwork had that symbol that was on their back of their coats and their hoods and everything else and like that. Gone. The rings. The ring, uh, but his ring came back because it turned into the black smoke initially that was attacking everything, opened up the portal, and then he got his ring back at the very end. You know, the, 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 the ring ended up being the negative, you know, in that, in that scenario. When he was getting all that, when those globes started, you know, climbing at him, you know, all that, all the gold was lighting up the the portal, I call it, whatever, for Garden of Eden. Then the ring is when the black, the black came from the ring. Yeah. And so, like, the ring is almost like it was the, it was the negative. Well, and not only that, everyone who had a ring is who was turned to stone and died. That is correct. So, I mean. But it almost seems like. Whatever the his ancestor that he saw in the mm-hmm. portal gave him something, you know what I mean? Like gave him whatever the powers these people have, or who knows? It's, because it's like does it matter? The, the sun, <laughs> the sun of suns, and then all this lore, the mm-hmm. ancient dawn, all dead. Like none of it's gonna matter. Titus, like this was what he was trying to do when the place burned down. Mm-hmm. And then that's what Adam was trying to do, and the place collapsed. Is okay. there more lore that we're supposed to worry about? Is Atticus going to fall into the same thing to where he's going to try to replicate this and ends up happening? Oh, yeah. 
Don't know. Yeah, we, I mean, we don't have I'm willing to bet the book readers do. <laughs> we don't. That's okay. We're, we're watching the show. We're, we're going to get the TV version of right. this. Right. I feel like all these people are forever changed now just by being involved with these people. Yes. Or involved in this situation that just happened. Well, I mean, you brought up the possibility that Atticus could have the powers. To heal people or understand and start weaving some spells. Well, it wouldn't surprise me if what happens is Atticus tries to bring back George mm-hmm. after he finds out that it looks like he's his actual father. There yeah. was that conversation. Yeah, there was that one conversation that was going to bring it up is that, you know, we were never going to speak of this, you know, and everything. Well, but he might a, not be yours. Yeah. But here's the deal. If he's not yours... I don't think he's George's either because then George would be a descendant as well. Which means his blood... No, because it's from his mom's side. So it has nothing to do... No, he said if George was his actual father, then he would be a bloodline descendant. Well, no, because George and Montrose are brothers. So it wouldn't matter. That's true. It's mother's side. Yeah, it's It's his mother's mother's side. side. Okay. Because when they were in the woods, he said uh, she was telling him about it. Yeah, something your mother told me. Said your mom, mother, she's always ashamed about her people. And the thing is, is when when they're dancing, she's talking about playing with him and Montrose back mm-hmm. in the day and stuff like that. But that's his long lost love. Like she ended up with Montrose, but them two were in love with each other. Yeah, I still don't know who the woman was he was dancing with. I mean, I'm almost positive that's Atticus's mother. That makes sense. It makes sense, but I didn't catch that when I when that scene was happening. Yeah, it didn't get. It didn't say you know in bright bold letters above <laughs> Atticus' mother or anything like that. So I mean, I don't. I know. don't know. That's kind of where my head went when it was going down. But I could I'm be totally there's a lot of people out there listening to us right now going, "You idiots! Did you know this?" Da, 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 da. You know, um, but I mean, where else do you <laughs> go with this episode? Anything I want to dive into more, I'm like, does it matter anymore? I mean, I think what definitely is still going to matter is these vampire creatures. I don't know what else to call them. I don't know. Do we even go back to where this place is? Yeah, there's no reason we see one get birthed from a cow. Like, that's going to matter. Do we? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Cats, I honestly have no clue. Honestly. uh, Why uh, would they ever return to this area? Hey, they might not even be able to leave yet. Like, My thing, I think they're gonna bring whatever weird ass shit is is on them with them wherever they go. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to leave this area yet. I guess. I mean, there's still so many questions. Sadly, I did watch the preview for next episode. <laughs> Sadly, yeah. and it doesn't look like they're staying in the same area. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, but, but that doesn't mean, asking, yeah. Do they ever come back to this place? I mean, they showed us this village and shit. Like, it, it looked pretty cool. Like, it had some weird stuff. They showed us the Shogoths or whatever, the vampire things. Yeah. I'm like, do you just abandon all of that now? I don't think well, so. Like you said earlier, maybe maybe they end up back here some for some reason, and the house is back, and Christina's in charge now. You know, or something. Well, Christina's obviously going to be following them. She's been doing that since episode one back in Chicago. Right. So, I mean, like... I don't know. There's a lot of possibility here. We could go if, if, if all day, you know. Um, but based on what the preview for next week shows, you know, they definitely go away from this area into basically trying to get back into normal life and then things change. Um, so, I, you know, it's going to be interesting how they go. I mean, like, 
considering how what episode one was, considering what episode two was, there's no telling what episode three is going to be like. And that right there is can be a great thing. It can also be a super negative thing. So, But see, I feel like see, Lovecraft, his stories were, like I said, it's like the birth of science fiction in general, like the all-encompassing science fiction. So do you read Lovecraft at all, or just... No, I just, I've just i seen a bunch of stuff that's based on his work, and okay. it's all of the like occult and monster stuff. And, but it encompasses... This is fitted to a T. Like, it encompasses all sci-fi, though. Okay. Like, any science fiction that leads to horror to mm-hmm. anything. Like, all that stuff. It's like, he's like the birthplace of all of it. Right? And I feel like what we saw in the first episode, which was a little bit of horror towards the end, or monster movie yeah. towards the end, and then we got the second one, which is all wizards, occult stuff, you know, opening portals and stuff. If you think more Hellboy. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, I, I think we're going to just touch the gambit of all science fiction through the entire series. series. Almost episode by episode. I mean, so, like, next episode could be just a new genre of science fiction. Another genre. And I think we're going to get... We're going to get freaking aliens at some point. Probably an invasion of some sort. We're going to get... I think we're going to get everything. And I have no clue about these books. <laughs> or the Or the graphic novel or anything. I just feel like they're going to, they're going to give us like every little facet of science fiction, all of its tentacles, which fits, I guess, you know, all of its paths it can lead. Which after you mentioned that, where it's like, if Lovecraft is involved, tentacles are involved. <laughs> yeah, and it's then, almost a guarantee. And then just seeing uh, one of them stand up this episode when we were in the woods and you look at his stomach and those little tentacles are floating yeah, around, I was just yeah. like, oh God. It doesn't matter. It's got to have tentacles. It's <laughs> all of it. Hey. More tentacles. More tentacles. Let's go. Yeah. He was obviously a fan of octopuses. I mean, he's got a weird fascination, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did y'all think of the episode, guys? I mean, like I said, I mean, y'all did an amazing amount of emails. They were fantastic last time, like I said, and social media was great. Hit us up. What did y'all think of this episode? Does it meet the standard of Lovecraft? Is it following the books well? Is it... What you expected, or was it missing something? Let us know. We want to mention it in the next episode and what you're thinking about. Um, there was so much great conversation uh, when it came to the first uh, first set of emails from the first episode, uh, talking about the movie Green Book and uh, the travel guide and all the history and all those things that came with it that was just absolutely fantastic. Um, and really, really appreciate it. You know, but let's get into the Lovecraft part of this. What else was going on here? Let us know what you're thinking. Like I said, we're on Facebook, uh, Bleed TV Podcast. We're on Twitter at Bleed TV Podcast. And, of course, our Gmail, BleedTVPodcast at gmail.com. And so make sure you hit us up with that. And, uh, again, if you haven't given us a, a positive review on iTunes yet and got a second, hook us up. It really, really helps us. Uh, really, really appreciate that. Uh, but other than that, y'all, can y'all think of anything else on the episode? No. Very <laughs> <laughs> did it. I mean... There's probably 20 things you missed because there was so much. overload. But, um, you know, I think we got the nuts and bolts of it. I mean, you could talk about how the car was magically fixed, and you could talk about this, you could talk about that. But the reality of it is it all comes back to the same thing. Magic. Magic. Spells. You know, spells and everything. And so it really comes down to the comparison of the source material and whether or not the show is going in the right direction based on that source material or if they're 
diverging like some shows do to try to make it their own unique you know thing so very curious to hear what y'all have to say really looking forward to emails this week um so i really appreciate it but uh i think we're gonna call it a night uh so this is lovecraft country by blue tv and i'm zach i'm jake and i'm cash we'll see y'all next week